It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. What do we have on tap? Well, only way to find that out, you have to tune in. You have to grab your ticket, get on board, put your seatbelt on. Most importantly, enjoy the ride. That's right. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and your conductor, Anthony Smith. And we are getting ready to get this train on the track. So let's get rolling. Also heard in radio terms what we call dead air, something that I hate, especially when it goes on for minutes on top of minutes. But you know, I've been trying to, in my own little way, you know, shed light on the Brittany Griner situation. So the article that you are most likely about to hear, you've already heard this article. But I just want to keep it fresh in our mind. And this time, when I say you'll get the audio, you will get the audio this time. Trust me on that. You will get the full audio. Basically, what is going on is it's a matter of equipment. And yes, I do have some new equipment, but you know, sometimes. While you're working the kinks out, you don't get all the kinks worked out. Sometimes you have to go back to that old automobile because you know it's reliable. You know every function on it will work. And that's what I had to do. I had to go back to the old computer. Not that it's that old. It's just that you know, sometimes you like to try to show off your new shiny to- toys, and sometimes they don't, all the functions don't work like you want them to. So, <clears throat> with that being said, we went back to the old automobile. That's, you know, that's just a little nameless term there. But, yeah, NBA star speaks out on Brittany Griner and fans react. That is right. Uh, Brittany Griner remains in custody in Russia following her detainment at the airport earlier this year. In recent weeks, several players from the WNBA and NBA have begun to speak out. This past week, legendary NBA star Carmelo Anthony called on the U.S. government to do more. And here is the voice of Carmelo Anthony. If I can pull that up now. 
I am Carmelo Anthony. I want to take this time to bring up our friend Brittany Griner. 105 days. It's been 105 days since Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained in Russia. She is a WNBA player, an Olympian, a teammate, a sister, a daughter, a wife. She is a human, and she needs to come home. Those, once again, were the words of Carmelo Anthony, who spoke up and spoke profoundly on the Brittany Griner situation. <clears throat> and it didn't go unnoticed as fans of Griner appreciate the move by Anthony. One fan tweeted, Melo is one of the first male athletes to make, to take on Brittany Griner's calls. The effort is intended to press the White House to cut a deal that would bring her home, ESPN CJ Quinn tweeted. Another fan tweeted out, Carmelo Anthony, one of the few still talking about Brittany Griner. This alone speaks volumes, one fan tweeted. And I'm going to get back to that. Free Brittany Griner, one fan added. And then another one added, hopefully Griner will be brought home soon. But back to this statement right here. Carmelo Anthony, one of the few, underline that word few because few is not many, one of the few still talking about Brittany Griner. This alone speaks volumes, one fan tweeted. And I'm going to speak on that because during the height of the Black Lives Movement and the murder of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, some of your most more prominent athletes, NBA athletes, your LeBron James and whatnot, they make sure they let their voice be heard. But now we have another situation here. Brittany Griner and other Americans, and I will get to that soon because I have another clip on that as well. But where is LeBron James? And even though he's retired, where is Dwayne Wade? I would go out on a limb, so to speak, and say this. Before his untimely death, it was not uncommon to see one Kobe Bryant at a WNBA game. He would be there when no other players from the NBA would be there. Kobe Bryant would stop in on practices at a WNBA game. Who's to say that Kobe Bryant wouldn't be as far as willing to get on a plane? Hopefully with protection. I mean, when I say protection, like secret servicemen that would go accompany him on the trip to go over there and cut a deal to bring home Brittany Griner and other Americans. For some reason, I could just see Kobe Bryant doing that. So I'll come to Brian James hasn't spoken up. Kevin Durant, some of your more prominent athletes, your your superstars, why haven't they spoken up? There have been several players from Phoenix, and granted, Brittany plays for the Phoenix Mercury, so you would expect them. But outside of that, where are the other male players, the NBA players that, you know, it has to be like a slap in the face when even MSL, Major 
or MLS, Major League Soccer players are in on the cause. We are BG. Kudos to the few players, uh, Jalen Brown, New Believe, Jason Tatum, um, Marcus Smart, you know, wearing the shirts to bring awareness to this, but it's more than just y'all. Where are the rest? This should be a collective NBA deal to where everybody, WNBA, NBA is supporting and calling for the release of Brittany Griner. And I'm just going to go ahead and say the name since you hear it in the next one, Paul Whalen, to be released. So that was Carmelo Anthony. How about a former Marine who was detained for three years who knows what it is like to be over there in such a bad situation? He, too, spoke out on the situation. U.S. Marine describes horrible conditions while in prison in Russia calls for Brittany Griner's release. It's been well over 100 days since Brittany Griner was detained and imprisoned by Russia as she made her way through an airport to come home. Her arrest came after officials allegedly found cannabis in her luggage. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee organized a rally in prayer vigil outside the Toyota Center in Houston on Monday. We are not going to back down because we want Brittany to come home, Lee said. U.S. officials have declared Griner as wrongfully detained. Former U.S. Marine Trevor Reed and his family traveled to Houston for the rally on Monday. His mother, Paula Reed, said it was important for Trevor to be there despite only being home for six weeks. Trevor if I can pull the rest of it back up. Former U.S. Marine Trevor Reed and his family traveled to Houston for the rally on Monday. His mother, Paula Reed, said it was important for Trevor to be there despite only being home for six weeks. Trevor was released from Russian prison as part of a prisoner swap in April. We need to all speak out for these Americans because every single one of us is an American, Trevor said. Every day that you're in prison there, it's like you're waking up to a nightmare. There is no justice in Russia. Brittany and Paul Whelan will not receive justice in Russia. They will not receive a fair trial in Russia. Reed calls this experience of walk, waking up in Russia each morning a nightmare. We need to all speak out for these Americans because every single one of us in America is an American, Reed said, via TMZ Sports. Every day that you're in prison there, it's like you're waking up to a nightmare. Here's some audio clip from fellow NBA players called on White House to hashtag free Brittany Griner. Our colleague and friend. She's a record breaker, an Olympic gold medalist, a wife, 
a daughter, a champion, a role model, and an officer. And she's so much more. So much more. So much more. And so much more. And so much more. And so much more. Right now, BG is an American citizen who's been wrongfully detained in Russia for more than 100 days. 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 As athletes known for using our voices to speak up for what we believe in, we know that speaking up together as a collective, 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 is game changing. Is game changing. Is game changing. Is game changing. It's game changing. It's game changing. We are unified in calling on the White House, President Biden, Vice President Harris, to get Britney home now. And BG home now. To bring BG home now. To bring Britney home now. To get Britney home now. We as the Dallas Queens are calling for BG's return home. We are a team. There are action steps you can take. We are asking you and requiring you to take them. Call the White House. Call your representatives. Sign and share the petition. Say hashtag BRBG on social media. And help us get BG home safely. And help us bring BG home. To get Brittany home now. And help us get BG home. And help us get BG home. And help us get BG home. Help us get BG home. Get Brittany Brian home now. And help us bring BG home. That doesn't get your attention about the words of Trevor Reed. This is uh, extremely important to to bringing Americans home is the community and citizens getting involved and getting loud um, to do that. So just uh, to go over it real quick in case you didn't know who I was, my name is Trevor Reed. I'm a former U.S. Marine, not a former U.S. Marine, but a United States Marine Corps veteran. I also worked for a little while as a contractor for the U.S. State Department. Uh, I was wrongfully detained in Russia in 2019, and I was a prisoner there for 985 days um, until I was released uh, recently. And... Sorry, I'm not a professional speaker like everyone else, so I have these cards. Um, so I wanted to go over basically some things that happen while you're in Russian prison, which some of you may not be familiar with. So in the time that I was there, I had multiple medical problems. Um, you will not receive medical treatment inside of Russian prison. Uh, I had COVID multiple times. Because of complications from that, I started having uh, blood that I coughed up on a daily basis for over three months. Um, they never did anything to treat that. I broke cartilage in one of my ribs. I'm permanently disformed over here now uh, with one of my ribs. Um, I lost about 45 pounds in captivity there from malnutrition and uh, the conditions there. I have kidney stones, multiple other medical issues um, from detainment there. And those conditions are what Brittany and Paul are living in right now as we're having this conversation. So 
um, you know, to go over some of those conditions, they live in a cell that looks like it's something out of the Middle Ages. Uh, as Americans, you can't imagine what what that place looks like until you actually see that for yourselves. Um, it's really medieval. The food there is medieval. And those are the words of one Trevor Reed, who was over there for well over three years, explaining what it's like to be over there. In other words, it's just downright inhumane from the way he described it. Also, Boston Celtic players like Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart have been rocking special made shirts to pay tribute to the WNBA star in an effort to raise awareness about troubling situations. Griner's detention was extended through June 18, 2022, and we're coming up on that shortly in the next week or so. So my question is, do you think that our U.S. government is doing enough? Before I get to the government, though, I want to know, do you think that mainstream sports media, I'm not talking about your mainstream news media. Of course, they could do some bring awareness to this, but Brittany Grant is also a sports star. But you also have another person over there whose name was mentioned, Paul Whalen. So we're going to mention Brittany and Paul together. Although, if you're going based on celebrity status, right, Brittany Griner is that celebrity. She's also that sports star who plays in the WNBA, to which I say, if CNN, MSNBC, and your major news networks aren't too concerned about sports, then let me target ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN3, whatever other ESPN they have, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1, your major sports outlets that are on TV. Why isn't there daily updates? Let me take you back in time. Now, I'm not trying to turn this into a political show because I don't talk politics, but going off of memory. The Iranians held the Americans hostage for well over 150 days, and we had a daily update on the news before there was even cable. I believe cable was just coming into existence. Jimmy Carter, I do believe, was on his way out of office. In came Ronald Reagan. The Iranians issued a statement saying, go back to Hollywood and keep filming movies. Ronald Reagan's comeback was, let the hostages still be there when I get in office. I'm getting to the government, but I want to get to the mainstream sports networks because I can't help but to think that if there was someone like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, or even with all of his legal issues, a Deshaun Watson, or let's take it to the NBA. Let's say since he's the one that we heard his voice, let's say if it was Carmelo Anthony, who's to say that we wouldn't have daily updates, what day it is, uh, what conditions are. I mean, we would have something in the note on a daily basis. Why aren't we getting the same with Brittany Griner? Could it be because of her preference? And let me just go on record and say this so we can clear the air. 
do I agree with her preference? No, I don't. But at the end of the day, Brittany Griner is, is a human being and she is an American citizen. And whatever her personal preference choice is, whatever her deal is in life right now, the only thing that matters is she's American. Trevor Reed said it best. Trevor Reed said it in such a way he didn't even mention color. And I think maybe that's where we as mainstream citizens are getting off on. We're still judging people by the color of their skin. We're judging people by their sexual orientation. We're judging people based off of this, based off of that. Why can we just can't be in a colorblind society? As Martin Luther King said, don't judge me by the color of my skin, but judge me by the content of my character. So I shoot and blame at the mainstream sports media because you're not bringing an awareness to this situation on a daily basis as it should be, which is why I challenge anyone that's doing a podcast, and if you're talking sports, continue to shed light on this Brittany Griner situation, maybe they will hear our voice. And then we can get Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, to act, make a deal, bring Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan home. We need you to have the same fortitude of a Ronald Reagan. If you can't do it, find someone else that will. Podcasters, keep bringing awareness to this. WNBA players, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Reed, let your voice be heard. Don't let your voice be silenced until Brittany and Paul are brought back home. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor of the train, Anthony Smith. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I will have more for you. So, stay seated. Enjoy the ride. We're just not building up a head of steam. Be right back after this message. the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith, wanting to let you know that this podcast is listener-supported. That's right. Driven by you, the listener. So if you want to advertise or sponsor a segment, simply reach out to me at 316-553-2010 or hit me up at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com to get your ad or sponsorship rant on this podcast. Once again, a train sports talk podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith.
You're on board the A-Train Sports Talk podcast with your conductor, Anthony Smith. Enjoy the ride. It is your host and your conductor, Anthony Smith. Glad you could join me. Hopefully you are enjoying the ride as we go up and down the track. Turn a corner here, turn a corner there. More importantly, while we're doing all that, we're steady building up ahead of steam. We haven't even reached the peak yet. But we're building up a head of steam. So this next story comes with a little bit of a twist to it. As you all know, it's almost the norm for LeBron James to be caught up in some criticism. Whether it's something he said, something he did, whether you agree or disagree with him, you can always expect to have LeBron James' name attached to criticism. However, this twist comes with the fact that most likely it's grown people, grown people, grown adults, only in number, age-wise, attacking a kid. Anyway, there's a story out. LeBron James and his son, Bronny, received some unfair criticism. It all stemmed from Bronny James' prom date, which earned him and followed LeBron James' unfair criticism, which was defended by an NFL legend. And make no bones about it. NFL legend Shannon Sharp has been a supporter of LeBron James for a long time. Now, in every debate, in every coverage, he takes the stand and always has good things to say about James. On Undisputed, Shannon partners up with co-host Skip Bayless. Skip, on the other hand, is probably one of the fiercest criticizers of LeBron James in the world. And just like Shannon has been a fan for years, Skip has been a critic for years. But that just makes their duo even more entertaining. Recently, though, Shannon was asked about LeBron James' son, Bronny James' personal life. Not so long before Bronny James took over the internet with his high school prom date. And along with Bronny, LeBron also had to face criticism for his son's date. This was absolutely unnecessary and unfair, according to many people. And Shannon Sharp was one of them, as he sounded off. And a, a big supporter of LeBron. Um, <laughs> 
There's some craziness going on right now online aimed at Ronnie Jr. Right. And, uh, and you know, people are, are criticizing people, his people, prom date. People, people would rather you be miserable with someone of your own race than you be in love with someone of a different race. It is so utterly ridiculous. I read the comments. Yeah. People need to get a life. Let that man be happy. I get I get it. I get it. But if he's if he if that's not what brings him joy, if that's not what brings him happiness, who are you to tell him who he should be with because it's not of his race? The people that's right. Our, our people, man, sometimes I get so sick of them sometimes because it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He, he, Let the man be happy. That's your problem. Yeah. You you went with someone because they're black. That don't make you happy, but because society says, you know, we should be with our own race, that's what you're willing to do. No, I'm going to be with who makes me happy. Damn what y'all say. Y'all live y'all life. I'm going to live my life. What is it costing you? You don't have to feed Bronnie. Bronnie doesn't live with you. You don't have to see Bronnie. People get so concerned with everybody else's life that they don't have a ch they don't live their life because you worried about somebody else's life. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is it? I, yeah. I was reading it and I'm like, I was like, oh man, that's a cute couple. Bronnie looks so happy. Oh, oh, this and that. Yeah. I'm like, people. Almost, you think he could have ruined his night, man? No, Maybe. no, no. He not. he probably didn't see it until later. Yeah. But it wasn't gonna. It, it shouldn't ruin his night because Bronnie can't live his life for someone else. That's he right. has to live for him. And far too many people yeah. live their life for other people. Yeah. Social media has done it. Social media is great because it's your own platform. It's your own radio show. It's your own TV show. Yeah. You can be your host. You can be you can be a professional at everything. But it's forced people to live their lives for other people because yeah. now you're living your life through the lens Fact. of how you're being portrayed. Fact. And gets, I can't do that. It gets blurry. Yeah, gets I can't blurry. do it. I, I, I got to be me. And those were the words of one Shannon Sharp in regards to the the Bronny James and his prom date. Oh, and trust me, trust me on this. I heard some of the comments. And you know, it it amazes me. Uh Coach Mike Gundy said it best. He was addressing the media. He said, uh, why are you going after these kids? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Why are people so bent out of shape over the fact that Bronnie James, 17-year-old kid at most, going to prom with a white woman, white girl? It's a prom, not a long-term date, at least not that we know of. But if that is his preference. Then let him, as Shannon Sharp said, let the boy be happy. Let him enjoy his high school youth. I get the fact that he's LeBron James' son, so now this is another way for some of you to uh, launch an attack on LeBron James. Can I tell you something? That's a lame, whack way to do it. Because in my view, with my parental hat on, you can come to me, you can talk about me, you can, well, I'm not going to say put your hands on me. 
but I mean, you can criticize me. In other words, you can almost do anything to me. But when you attack my child, that's when I have a problem. So as in this case, if you are a grown person and you are attacking this child because of the preference that he made to go on a prom date with a white woman because you think he should go with a black girl, you think he should, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm going to say like this. It is a crying shame that here we are in 2022 and we're still living like we're in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Seem like the more we, it's kind of like we take one step forward and 10 steps back. Now, Shannon Sharp said, our people. I'll say people in general, because trust me, and sometimes I have to check myself too. You know, it's almost a common thing to see black men with white women. But you kind of take a double take when you see white men with a black woman. But you know what? That's the that's the whole beauty of it. We say love knows no color. But we have some staunch people and say, you should only date your race. And we'll frown down upon that. Not really realizing how miserable they are. And even the Bible itself said, misery loves company. So they want some company. So they don't want to see you happy. I'll say this. The theory goes like this. There are 24 hours in a day. That's seven days a week. 12 of those hours, I should be consumed with minding my own business. The other 12 hours, staying the hell out of yours. If I do that, that keeps me pretty busy. In other words, if I tend to my business, then I don't have no reason trying to dictate how you should live your life. Don't you know, on average, the most, when people are trying to dictate how others should live their life, in essence, it means they can't even control their own life, let alone trying to dictate how you should live your life. To those of you who have to face people like that, just simply turn and walk away from them. Ignore him. Ronnie James, that's your prom date preference. I hope you enjoyed your night. I hope she did too. To all the others that had something negative to say about it, I simply say this. Grow the hell up. Stay out of other people's lives and live your own life. Plain and simple. Anyway, the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, I do have some more, so stay tuned. I'll be back with some more on the other side of this break. It's yours truly, the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor of the train, Anthony Smith. Be right back with you.
this is Tracy, host of the Moonstar Podcast, and you are listening to A-Train. Buckle up, baby, and enjoy the ride. Woo! Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast as we are getting back into some more sports talk at its best. That's right. This is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. As I always tell you, this train is constantly building up ahead of steam. Whether I'm going solo, whether I have guests on, I'm just elated to have you listening to this podcast. Like I say, I finally got the kinks worked out to where now I can actually provide you some audio. So, as you know, last night was game four of the NBA Finals, and a lot of speculation was going on, going out about if Steph Curry was going to be playing. It, it was listed as questionable, but he himself said, I'm playing. Steve Kerr was like, we will know tomorrow the extent of his injury. But behind Steph Curry's memorable performance, and Andrew Wiggins double double. Golden State, well, what did they do? How about I just decrease and let you hear the audio highlights of what took place? Golden State Warriors, Celtics up two games to one. There's Steph Curry. Oh, we put on a show. Jason Tatum, the Warriors undefeated in these playoffs after a loss. So what would happen in this one early on? It's all about the seas. The steal, we're going the opposite direction. He's not a transporter like Jason Statham. He's a big baller, Jason Tatum. The third player in NBA history to make at least 73s in a single postseason first quarter. He had 12, but then Steph started cooking. When everyone's against you, you got to be as sharp as against you. 12 points in the first quarter. Steph was litty. Dubs in control. And then it became the pool party. Dubs, 12 and 4 entering this game when pool is in double figures. The rebound, nice. The dubs were plus five off the bench, plus six in points in the paint. Dubs by three. And then you see Jalen Brown. Smooth like a brown beverage. That one flows. Horford, the driving dish to the smart one. 18 and four for the defensive player of the year. Season transition, the spin, and that goes in. Derek White, capping a 10-0 Celtics run. White was 16 in the game. Celtics up at halftime by five. And what can Brown do for you? The runner drops, made the free throw. Boston in control, up by six. But then Steph Curry was huge in the third. 14 points, four threes. SCB to three with key B to lock. Score tied at 73. Tatum. 23-11. And then Brown. Throws that one off the glass. Another and one opportunity. 21-6 and six for Jalen Brown. Boston up. 
Wiggins, huge, 17 points, a career-high 16 rebounds. Golden State was plus 13 on the boards. And uh, since he's been around more, notice the heavy downpour. That was Clay. The Splash Brothers are back with a vengeance. A 22-6 run to close the game. You see Steph on the TV channel. In the game, he was flaming hot like the left sink handle. The third oldest to score 40 or more in the NBA Finals in his 13-game scoring 30 or more. The Dubs get the victory. They tie the series at two games apiece. Game five is Monday. YouTube TV is more than cable for less. So Steph Curry comes back with a vengeance. Scored 31 in the loss. Went down to injury. Comes back and we're questioning his playability. Even Steve Curry didn't give a definitive answer. Only one that gave a definitive answer was Steph Curry himself when he said, I will be fine to play. So now the question is, do the Warriors need 40-plus points from Steph Curry? YouTube TV is more than cable for less than cable. Do they need 40 points from him? Sorry about those interruptions there. We will get that. Solved well too. They did last night, but there was also more to it than just his forty-three points and ten rebounds. There's a narrative, <clears throat> and there's also expectations. One narrative is: if you ask, how did? Andrew Wiggins compare out to Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Well, stat-wise, they took the same amount of shots. But to the casual NBA fan, you would probably say, "Well, Clay, he played all right." What about Andrew Wiggins? Oh man, he was great. But they basically took the same amount of shots. Clay scored 18 points. Wiggins chipped in with 17 points. So there's a higher expectation for one Clay Thompson as opposed to an Andrew Wiggins. So whereas their stats may mirror each other, one may say, well, Clay played all right, but Wiggins balled out because you don't have a high expectation for Andrew Wiggins. But I'll go on record and say this. Not only did Andrew Wiggins ball out, Career high, 16 rebounds to go along with those 17 points. And of those 16 rebounds, how many of them can you account for that were critical rebounds at key junctions in the game? So you can't look at that lightly. So, yes, Andrew Wiggins, yes, he was extraordinary last night. No, he didn't score 30 or 40 points like Steph Curry did. That was Steph's night. But to come up big, 16 rebounds. So, yes, he did outduel Clay Thompson. But that just also goes to show you that what Andrew did was the unexpected, while more is expected of Clay Thompson. Anyway, here is talk from some of the NBA panels on if they 
think the Warriors need 40-plus points from Steph Curry, and this is the aftermath of the game. So let's take a listen and see what they have to say. And the streak continues with each of these teams perfect following a loss. So let's look ahead to game five in the Bay. What are your expectations? Game five in the Bay, we know the, we know it's going to be a crazy environment. Um, I, I look for Golden State to win that game as well, and I think that Steve Kerr stumbled onto something tonight. Not stumbled onto it, but he figured something out. With the way that Boston's playing defense and with the athletic bigs that they have, he has to stagger the minutes between Looney and Dre. When you play them both at the same time, it creates a lot of clutter from an offensive standpoint. Takes Looney out of the starting lineup, him and Dre did play some together, but for the most part, he staggered their minutes, and that gave them more flow offensively. Also sat Dre down for stints in the fourth quarter, made some offensive defensive substitutions because he had to get the offensive jump started. I think that'll help them in game five. Whenever I watch Golden State and I go, oh, they're not going to win this game. <laughs> I go, because I'm watching them turn the basketball over and they're not rebounding. Tonight, it was, I think it's 16-15 in terms of re, uh, turnovers. And they out-rebound in a 55 to 42. Those are the two areas when they do that because they, when they do that, they get more possessions. And when you want to have more possessions and you have two to three of the best shooters in the world at sometimes, when you throw pool in the pool party and you got clay and you give them more possessions, they're going to shoot the ball better than you. But what you have to do is make them turn the basketball over and you have to get extra possessions on offensive rebound them to death. And if you don't do that, you do not be Golden State. So when I, that's what I'm looking for game five. If I'm watching the game and the ball is being, and Steph is throwing it, you know, he gets away, he throws it, and then Clay throws it, and they're behind, oh, they're going to lose that game. But if they come out and it's like the ball movement and it's not going into the first row, second row, that's going to be <laughs> – Impossible to beat them on the, on the road. You know, I, I look at Golden State and I ask this question, you know, can can Steph Curry have another performance like he had tonight? Because, you know, five, six, and seven, if it goes that far, he's going to need to play this well to beat this Celtics defense. One time or three times? No, you got to do it. You got to do this again. Mm-hmm. If, 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 he's, if they're going to keep winning, mm-hmm. right, He's going to have to play at this level. And this is what we saw LeBron James do. Mm-hmm. This is what we saw Giannis do, right? You get to this level, and now you have to keep dominating at this level for this team to win. Because if Curry don't play this well tonight, no, they lose. this is a loss, yeah, right? Without question. So the formula is he's got to play this well. Can he? Absolutely he can, mm-hmm. right? But will but, he? But this is the pressure because we know – Boston defense, it does travel. It goes on the road. They're going to defend. They're going to rebound. They're going to do the things that they do defensively. Can Curry offensively mm. continue to perform at this level? Because, hey, this is what the great guys have been doing. The like only I reason say, I, like say I say that Giannis, it would be tough, let me look at this, and this is why I've said yeah, this, this is what's going to be tough to do. I think for him to dominate at this performance, when you say LeBron and you said Giannis, they usually end the game with 14, and, 15 and Kev, free Kev, throws. Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Right. They get 14, 15 this, free throws. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you could shoot all the time over 50%. So how do you succumb that is that you get to the free throw line and get free money. If he can, because of his physical stature, that's the difference. He doesn't yeah. always overpower you, so he doesn't always get to the line. 
if he gets to the line, he could get he could do it. I, I he's got to get to the but, line. But, 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 but let me just say this: I'm not doubting him. <laughs> okay, but let's not but let's not forget. Clay Thompson has played better the last two games. He's also capable of getting hot. When you first made the, your statement that proved to be correct today, you said either Steph or Clay yeah. have to have 35 or better. So Steph might not have to have 35 because it might be Clay's day. We know how Clay can get hot as well. And I like what I've seen from him in the last two games. He start, he's starting yeah. to hit more shots. He's in a rhythm. He looked like he's squaring his body more, not rushing as much. So I, I think that either one of those guys can get hot, and we know what Poole can do. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. You're going to need that type of performance yeah. again. Somebody you know, got to play five, big time is what you're saying. Five, six, and seven. One of these guys got to get 35 to 40 to beat this Boston team defensively. So with that being said, <clears throat> I think Isaiah did kind of start to double down, but he had to be goaded into it, saying that Steph – had to have this kind of performance again and again and again. But then when he was questioned as to can he, the answer was absolutely he can. But the real question is, will he? My answer to that is he doesn't have to. If he comes back the next night, the next game, the score is 27. Clay scores 20. Jordan Poole scores 20. Wiggins comes up with, say, 15, 17 points. You have a balance. So, do the Warriors need 40 plus points from Steph night in and night out, especially if this goes a seven game series? Absolutely not. No way, no how. Uh uh. I know defensively Boston is going to come in there. They're the best defensive team in the league. They will come up with something only to slow down Steph because you really don't stop Steph. But if you concentrate all your energy on Steph, that's when you're going to defeat your own purpose because then you have to worry about Jordan Poole. You have to worry about Klay Thompson getting hot. Andrew Wiggins may have a night. He's capable of it. So, no, the Warriors don't need Steph to go out, get 40 points night in and night out. So, who wins game five? Game five, I say I'm going to go out on a record. This game is going back to... San Fran, going back to the Bay Area. I'm going to go on a limb and say game five goes to the Golden State Warriors, which is going to break the trend because each team is undefeated after a loss. However, that streak is going to come to an end when the series series shifts back to the Bay Area and Golden State is playing in front of its home crowd. Does this series still have the possibility of going a full seven-game series? You darn right it does, but it also equally ends in six games as well, too. Anyway, it is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor of the train, getting ready to bring this train into the station. I hope you have enjoyed your 
ride on the train as much as I've enjoyed being your conductor. So, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Get out, do something. If you're here in the 316 area code, do me a favor. Stay out of the heat as much as possible because it is a hot and humid day. Temperatures soaring near the 100 degree mark, so stay cool. If you have to get out, stay hydrated. We don't want no one passing out from dehydration. Besides, I want you back on the train. So until the next time, take care of yourself and each other. Be blessed. Enjoy the weekend. This is the A-Train signing out.